0: Good afternoon, my name is Derek Green, and this is the Dragon Fist MMA podcast. Got a good podcast for you today, a little longer than usual, but still all good content. Got Kyler Matrix Phillips on the podcast today, UFC bantamweight. Uh, Just competed uh, this very last UFC event um, in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, Put on a great performance, he won by unanimous decision versus uh, Gabriel Silva. Uh, he has, uh, signed a four fight contract, so he has three more fights on this contract and probably many more fight, uh, many more fights to go. We go over all kinds of things here in the podcast in this interview. Uh, lasts a little longer. We kind of talk about me, talk about him. Uh, it's good, good, good listening, guys. Uh, please listen to the whole thing. Tell me what you think. Send me comments. Uh, it's a great podcast, so stick around. Um, to great sadness, I have to say that uh, I learned last night that UFC 249 has been canceled indefinitely until further notice or until Dana White gets that fight island up which we talk about that too in the podcast a little bit it's pretty funny um yeah so just waiting for that that's a big bummer um but we'll see we'll see what happens maybe they bring back Khabib versus Ferguson don't know what they're gonna do yet um Anyways, uh, Kyler Phillips, UFC bantamweight. Enjoy, guys. Great, great, great podcast here. Hello, Kyler. How you doing? What's up,
1: bro? How you doing, man?
0: I'm doing good, man. How's how's everything that way?
1: Um, uh it's good. It's good, man.
0: I'm still, uh I'm still alive, so it's all good. <laughs> that's good, man. Healthy, yeah. everybody. All your family, everybody healthy. Yeah, everybody's good right now. So that's that's great, man. It's good to hear. So, man, uh, what you've been up to since you're I think you, I think you, uh, one of the last fighters to get to fight before they shut everything down.
1: Yeah, man. I was, uh, well, I've been just playing Xbox a little bit, working out outside, doing working a lot of my flips too, because, um, I just like doing that for fun, playing soccer a little bit, um, reading a lot, cleaning up, just hanging out, stretching, working out, hitting the bag, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, just pretty much waiting for this whole thing to blow over but using the time to stay productive and uh still learn and get better at different things
0: that's good man and so are you still doing any type of training like going to the gym or or are you just doing pretty much doing everything at home
1: yeah i got the uh at the dojo it's not open the dojo's not open anymore um, i'm one of the instructors there so i go there and hit the bag and stuff like that so i've been in the bag a little bit and then I was back home in Temecula with my family and I had all three of my little brothers and we were just like rolling jiu-jitsu because we had a mat in the backyard uh, rolling a lot of jiu-jitsu, wrestling, doing some uh, back work, mid drills, boxing classes with each other so um, uh, that's yeah. Good.
0: <laughs> staying, <laughs> staying, staying busy. So yeah. you're, you're originally from Temecula?
1: Yeah I was born in Torrance, California but then we moved over to Temecula when I was probably like kindergarten and then I've been there since and oh, then cool, when I turned 18 I moved out to Arizona uh, started going to GCU and then um, started pursuing college and then I decided I wanted to be pro MMA and just go 100% on that uh, left college and then you know kind of look, looked down upon and then just kept grinding and you know got to the point I'm at right now and I'm just getting started for sure.
0: Heck yeah, man. And you're doing, doing well. I think you're 7-1 and and seven and one now, right? Eh? Yep. That's awesome, man. Yeah, uh, actually, I lived in Temecula. For, oh, really? For a couple of years. Yeah, I moved out there. I lived, like, literally kind of right you. behind the Pechanga, like, up on a mountain. <laughs> the casino there.
1: Oh, okay. So, Temecula, Temecula. Yeah, Temecula,
0: Temecula. Yeah, and I worked in Murrieta. I, I was just talking to Sam Alvey. He's, he lives up in Lake Elsinore. Smiling Sam, yeah. Yeah. I was just I down. was
1: in... Well, we're our place is in French Valley, so like you know, back there towards Wine Country. Okay. But last time I went, man, I was like excited to go to Wine Country. I got some friends out there that have uh, their family wineries, mm-hmm. and um, everything's shut down. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> man, it's all good. That's that's countrywide. That's worldwide out here. Everything shut yeah. down. It's, it's really uh, it's a new thing for everybody. You know, no, nobody's ever gone through anything like this. In, who knows how long you know especially in yeah. this time that we have technology and as fast as news travels people are scared you know when they see numbers and things and the media is just constantly blowing things yeah so it's it's, it's been pretty wild <clears throat> uh so um so talking going back uh, to the ufc um they haven't spoke with you about any fights or maybe getting back on i mean are you healthy or could you go back and fight
1: Oh, yeah. I've been talking to my manager. I'm uh, staying ready. And I know the whole thing about uh, UFC. I don't know what's going on, but I'm just staying in shape, staying ready. And I'll take a fight. I want to, I need a fight. (laughs) Heck
0: yeah, man. That's good. That's good. You're healthy. Yeah. It looks like um, I was listening to, um, you know, an interview, that interview with Dana White. He said that, you know, everything's closed down. He said, but he's going to have, they're calling it Fight Island now. (laughs) Yeah. Up in about a month.
1: Yeah. That would be sick, man. Wow, man. Like, I love Mortal Kombat. I know, I right? It. I posted
0: a, I posted a meme about that one with, with Dana. It says
1: anybody can do it. It's me. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> but I saw I saw some funny. I saw like a funny uh, article. I guess I don't know if it's was, it was probably a joke or something. But they're talking about. Well, it is a joke. They're saying that he's opening a fight. Uh, a fight planet going to a different planet. <laughs>
0: That's funny. That's hilarious. I don't know, Disney and ESPN—they got the money. They could do it. (laughs) Yeah, I uh, was—I was talking to one of my friends. He's actually a co-host here. We usually do a podcast about once a week, but we started the podcast together. And I was—we were talking back and forth, and I was like, "Man, if the UFC and Disney open up a Big Island resort for like..." You know, you buy a ticket and it includes your resort pass, and you get to go and stay on the island, and then go to the fights that weekend. And it's like a whole path I'd be like, I'm, I'm moving to that island to work there. I'll, yeah. I'll be a busboy if I have to. I don't care.
1: <laughs> yeah, bring the blue man group. Right. Bring like a bunch of people from it's like a Vegas and Disney all in one on an island. That would be sick.
0: Oh, uh, UFC thing! Oh, so excited. But he was saying that he's going to have the island and that fighters can once he has the fighter uh, the infrastructure up that fighters can go there and start training. I was like, "Man, this sounds really cool."
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds sick, man.
0: Yeah, man. So, I love, yeah, I would
1: love to be one of the first people on there. Geez.
0: That would be that would be cool, man. Uh so you uh are you more I was I kind of looking into your background. I know you were on the undefeated season of the <laughs> Ultimate Fighter. And you were 145 there. Are you comfortable? Are you a true 145, or are you 135, or how's which? Uh, 145?
1: I'm a bantam weight 35. Okay. I just bumped up because you know people bump up on the show and stuff.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. So you're more comfortable at 135.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll fight wherever, but yeah, of course, I'd say I'm bigger for a pretty big uh, structure for 135. Cool. As yep. far as length and and width.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and who would you like to fight next in 135? you have any eye on anybody or are you just open? Uh, I'm I'm
1: talking about management. I'll fight anybody, basically. Um, I don't have a, any specific person, but as long as I keep building up myself and, you know, if I get opportunities, perfect. You know, I'm ready to fight anybody, honestly. But there's no specific person to fight right now. You're not aiming. Somebody it. calls me out, man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Do it.
0: Let's get it done, man. You got you got this. You got, you're very uh very diverse in your skill set, so that's always a good thing. So it's you're ready for pretty much anybody. Yeah. Got to get your conditioning, weight, and check, and ready to go, right?
1: Yeah. I think too, as well, like something that um that I have, you know, that I'm pretty good at as as well as my transitions. And I feel like the transitions between different styles, I can kind of, like, speed that process up a little faster than a lot of people in division. But um, that's just a really good skill to have.
0: Definitely. Yeah, definitely a good skill to have. And um, so um, so tell us a little bit more about your background, about how you got into fighting, like, um, you know, when you started training and, and all those types of things.
1: Uh, well, my dad, he actually is, like, Super into fighting and stuff. He traveled the world like his whole life, and he was doing you know taekwondo, did some wrestling, boxing, and stuff like that. But when the UFC came out, we were actually living. Like I said, we were living in Torrance, and hoist Gracie. I guess the, I don't know if it was the first UFC. I've been the first one. He said he was fighting out of Brazil, and my dad was like a huge fan. And the second or what well, second or third, I think around the third. there. I
0: think pretty sure it was the third one. They said he.
1: that's when my, my dad took, he went there and he took me there. I was like three and, um, I was just around it practice and met some friends and just being around the whole sport was pretty cool because it was, it was brand new still. And, you know, he never really pushed me too much. And then like, by the time I was starting to get a little bit older, like 12 years old, I decided this is what I want to do with my life. And I wrote out some goals, um, you know, I roll that UFC champion, Jiu-Jitsu world champion, and I'm still, you know, chasing after those goals to this day. And I just love what I do, man. It's really fun.
0: That's awesome, man. Uh, I should have, I should have kept going because I, I really enjoy fighting, I'm very passionate about it. So can't fight, just a little. What a little You got old. An injury? I'm, I did. I got. I actually got injured. Um, I uh, was getting to that that good level. Uh, around the age of 23, uh, and I got, um, I was kicking, I was in the gym, we were training, and I did, I threw a, a right high kick, and at the same time, the other guy threw a low kick and hit me right on my knee,
1: Oh, dude, and so injured my knee
0: real bad, yeah. and then, so I set out for like six months, uh, during that six months, I met my wife, and we started going a little more serious, and then it just, you know, I kind of tapered off. And then it was just kind of too late before I realized that, uh, you know, I love the sport so much and to get back into it. And anyways, I I, I got into it in other ways, like doing this podcast and, yeah. uh, you know, going to gyms. Um, my wife's from Peru. We actually live in Peru. I'm oh, dang. Stu- we're stuck in the U.S. right now. We came here on vacation. And, uh, I was actually in Williamsburg, Virginia, about an hour away from Norfolk when you were fighting. Oh, we sick! Were, <laughs> we okay. were at a little resort there. Nice. And we were figuring out what we do. We went to Universal, and then shortly after Universal, things started shutting down, and they shut down Peru. And so we. They ended shut up down the them. whole island. Yeah. Well, they shut down. They shut down all the borders of Peru. Nobody in. Nobody out. Not even if you're a citizen or anything. Wow, that's crazy. So it's shut. It's shut lockdown. Like um, in the streets, there's. <laughs> they have like a curfew at like six o'clock or eight o'clock. Um, past that time until like six in the morning, nobody's allowed out. If they catch you outside, they take you straight to jail. And it's just like military going what? down the roads. Damn, yeah, that's it's, sick. It's crazy. <laughs> if you get a chance, Google like uh, quarantine after hours or like, you know, Google quarantine Peru and you'll see like people in full army gear like chasing people down in the streets and like tack on them and telling yeah, them I, to get in their house. It's yeah, crazy. I think I
1: saw a video like that. That's crazy, man.
0: Yeah, they, they're taking it real serious, but yeah. I guess, um, you Know it really helped a lot because their numbers are real low, so it's good, yeah. So, anyways, do you still, I, um,
1: do you still um, you still like how's your knee doing now?
0: Um, I mean, my knee's good, it gives me some issues, it pops, it pops a lot.
1: You ever try jumping in like jiu-jitsu classes or like kickboxing and stuff? Uh,
0: I do, um, actually, where, I, where my wife is from, she's from Cusco. Um, which is a city in the mountains, and right down the street, not too far from my house, lives uh, Tony DeSauza, and he has a gym. Oh, okay. And so I actually became good friends with him, and um, so I I trained with Tony quite a bit. I'm trying to get him on the podcast, but he's kind of a, he doesn't really like technology that much. He's kind of cut himself off from everything, but he's a very cool, very nice, outgoing guy, good teacher of jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I train with him down there. Whenever I get chances, I always go. Um, I mean, since I've been here, I didn't train. I was on vacation. And I'd like to get back in the gym, but everything's closed. Yeah, I do train. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not I don't take it as as serious. I try to stay in shape and things of that nature. I'm only a blue belt. So.
1: <laughs> no, that's good, man. Yeah, man. Shoot, I've been Bye-bye. a brown
0: belt for like
1: a while, like five, six years
0: oh wow you're up there too
1: but it don't matter yeah, yeah it's like bells don't matter <laughs> yeah
0: bells bells really don't matter i honestly i just get in there and enjoy myself uh i have some nephews i have uh, some nephews there uh, one of them's 12 and he's just now getting into like fights and those things and he likes that stuff so he comes to me like you know Tio, you know tell show me how to do this show me how to do that and uh so me and him's been when i was before i left we were Pretty much practicing every day. I was showing him just little basic things, how to do things, you know, what I know and uh, try to take care of himself. So, yeah, man, it's been really good. So, okay. it's good, man. Yeah. <laughs> you do you train Muay Thai? I, I was real big into Muay Thai. That was my that's my base martial art.
1: Yeah, my, uh, my well, he's not just my pad holder, but he's also uh, the head, the grandmaster of Nikito Kai. He started ah. Nikito Kai, he's uh, Hanchi Niko um i had i got that tatted on my leg but it's actually ni, ni, nikito kai is knee means multiple ki is your universal energy Do is uh, do is the path or the way and then kai is participant so it just means multiple okay
0: hey Kyle. yo yo yeah sorry i lost you about that so you were explaining um, your your tattoo and the uh, what each thing stands for
1: oh yeah nikito kai just uh It's just multiple ways of, uh, you know, of martial arts and and where you could spend your energy and time. And, uh, yeah, man, it's pretty sick. Like, the representation for Nikitokai is a bonsai tree. And every single bonsai tree is still a bonsai tree, but they're all cut differently. Everybody cuts their own differently. And, you know, Hanchi believes that every person's different. You know, your mindset... Some people are slow twitch, medium twitch, fast twitch. Other people are longer, shorter. Some people are more creative. Some people are more um, strategic. So you gotta, you gotta have, yeah, you gotta have, uh, or explore your own style and you know what works best for you. And you know, not like a robot where like instructors want you to just they teach you their style and they want you to emulate their style. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that's correct.
0: Right. Yeah. No, um, that's one of the problems I had whenever I was um, when I when I start just started fighting is I feel that I was very creative and like in my style. And I, there was a couple of gyms that I went to and they're like, no, you're doing that wrong. You can't do it like that. You got to do it like this. And I'm like, you got to kind of let me do it in my style. I'll do what you say, but I'm going to do it in my style. And they didn't want me to. And it got frustrating. And then finally, I found a good coach who understood that type of creativity. He's like, okay. You do this, but you do it like that, and then you can do it your way. And and so yeah. I think it's important to find that person. That that's why you see these, um, you know, elite fighters that are that are really good. You see, they get along really well with their coaches, and they they do well. I think yeah, they- that's
1: why my coaches like John Crouch, Hunchy Nico, my dad. You know, um, it's just been they they understand and, and kind of like assist my style as well as help me out with what they have. And, you know, when it's time to smack me around, they'll smack me around. But when it's time to, you know, help me out and, and let me do my thing, they kind of, you know, let me do that. So it's a really good um, compound with both of them, those different types of coaches to have. And I'm really blessed to have that.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it shows. It shows in your, in your uh, skills and your fighting in the ring and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's cool.
1: So what what are you doing now? Just chilling. You, you play video games at all?
0: Man, uh, I don't. I actually don't have. I don't have anything here. <laughs> we had to start. We start over. We I know we had uh, two suitcases and two carry ons. And Man. it's he, me, my wife, my four year old.
1: Where are you have, guys staying right now?
0: We we rented a, a p- apartment for three months, a short term lease.
1: In in uh, California, or no? We're
0: uh, just south of DC. I mean, we're just right outside of DC.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So, I mean, we have, we, me and my wife met here in D.C., this area, and so we're real familiar. We have lots of friends, so that's kind of why we're here. Uh, I'm originally from Oklahoma City, and I was gonna, we were supposed to go and visit my parents, because my parents haven't met my youngest son, and, um, and we were supposed to go there. But it's just a really long story, but well, we drove to Universal, and we were supposed to return the rental car which we had a Jeep Gladiator, which is awesome truck. If anybody's trying to buy a truck, Jeep Gladiators are awesome. <laughs> I've never seen that. Man, those things are cool. Anyways, so we were supposed to return the truck in Tampa, fly out from Tampa to Oklahoma City. Well, we called the rental company and said, hey, you know, uh, this is what we're going to do. I'm not going to say the rental company, but um, this is what we're going to here at the airport because we picked it up at an airport and we're going to drop it off at another airport. And the guy was all casual on the phone. He's like, okay, yeah, I'll make that change for you. He goes, okay, well, the total charge will be 6000 dollars We're like, $6,000? What? Yeah, and he's like, yeah, so the change of trip and everything. It, and we fought it for a long time trying to get him to say, hey, you know, this is ridiculous, $6,000. We rented the car for like 10 days, and it was only like 300 bucks, you know? And so yeah. they wanted to charge us like $6,000 more to return it at a different place. And we had already bought our plane tickets to Oklahoma. It was just a mess, man. And we ended up having to drive back seven hours, nine hours back to D.C. and return the car here. And by that time, everything was starting to shut down. And we were just kind of stuck. We just kind of stayed in the hotel for a few days. Uh, and then we just kind of planned our stay. We're like, all right, we're just going to have to buckle down here for maybe a month. But looks like it's going to be longer
1: now. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, that sucks. But I hope you guys make the best out of it. Yeah, man. i, I was- it's, it's going. It's fine now. My, you finding any new hobbies? You're just doing the uh,
0: podcast. Yeah, I'm hitting the podcast real hard. Um, I uh, I used to write uh, MMA articles for MMA Uh I have now. I'm now writing for a, a contributor for Fan Sighted MMA. So it's a little bit bigger company. It's a really good company. Uh, so yeah. So just writing uh, and doing podcasts is basically what I'm doing now. My wife. She was able to get back on at her old job and which is for a bank. And uh banks are essential, so she's having to go to work.
1: <laughs> Dang, <laughs> Actually, really?
0: That's... Yeah, and I'm and I'm stay at home dad with the kids and doing podcasts <laughs> and writing.
1: <laughs> oh, how many kids you got? A couple? Two.
0: Yeah, we got oh, I got a four year old boy and a seven month old boy.
1: Oh sick. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I just got a uh I just got a bow last week. A hunting bow. Uh huh. I got a Matthews uh, compound bow. Um, it's pretty sick, man. I went up to the cabin and um, just, you know, shooting the bow around and stuff. It's pretty fun. Oh, man. Yeah, awesome. I guess that's, yeah, that's my new little hobby.
0: Good. Yeah, man, I, I was into archery when I was younger. Uh, I was actually pretty good for a while. Uh, I grew up in the country, so it's all hunting and fishing, archery and all nice. that stuff. And so things... I loved, I loved it, but since I've moved out, I haven't really been doing much of that. But now that my boys are getting older, I'm going to start taking them camping and hunting and fishing. We, I actually took my son fishing when we were in Orlando. So
1: that I want to try a... bow fishing. Oh, that's one thing I want to dude, I want to try that out.
0: Yeah, bow fishing would be a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, all right. Got your back again. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, man. Uh, so, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, um, my boys, uh, my oldest, he's four, and he's getting into, like, fishing. I took him fishing in Orlando. And, uh, oh, you were saying bow fishing. Oh, man, I'd love to learn how to do bow fishing.
1: Yeah, I saw the thing at the archery place. It was, like, 120 bucks, And I was like, oh, I'll start getting better with my bow first. But I kind of want to check it out.
0: Yeah, it's, I tried it once. I, whenever I was young, I was probably maybe, like, 14 or something like that. A buddy of mine had one we were at the lake and i remember seeing a catfish there but what you don't realize is that from the water and where the catfish is is actually like further back or further forward i can't remember there's like a oh the reflection the reflect yeah it's like it's different the angle depends on how you see it so you got to know where to shoot and i was like that, that's a challenge I, I like challenges so yeah i definitely like to try that again you yeah, know bow fishing yeah i like a little challenge i like a little hustle exactly challenge <laughs> Yeah, I don't like the easy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have those things that make you better, you know? To push yeah. You. Okay.
1: So what else you got going on today? you just out there. How's the weather like out there?
0: Uh, uh It's super windy right now and chilly. Uh, uh, but everything's getting green now. Uh, it's been pretty cold here the past couple of days. Um, I guess there was a line of storms that came out our way from Indiana, and it's been kind of cold and rainy. Um, the other day was nice. It was like 77, but it's it's hanging around 60, high 50s, low 60s. Dang. We're staying inside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going outside. Oh,
1: well, I'm going to the park a lot because I'm in Arizona. Nice there, huh? Yeah, it's, it's like hot and sunny. That's so awesome. It's almost that time of year, you know, but... It's almost, you know, swimsuit season, summer season, but, you know, everybody's staying inside, getting fat. <laughs> That's
0: you me know. right now. I can't wait for spring to start, then start going out. Yeah. Because right now, it's just miserable outside, and take, me and my, the four-year-old, he, he'll he go out in all the weather, and we'll go out in the weather, but to take a baby out in the cold or windy, you know, it's a little miserable.
1: Yeah. I kind of like – I mean, I don't like it, but, like, being inside, I re- you realize, like, a lot of – you save money, you know, oh, being at yeah. home a lot, not going and getting coffees all the time or going out <laughs> to eat or driving here, driving there, so kind of nice. Yeah, definitely.
0: What's what's gas there? Although gas has went down a lot, what's gas that way?
1: Uh, I don't know right now, but I thought I th- I th- like 280-something. It
0: might be lower. I'm not sure. Really? Yeah. Why wow, yeah, are expensive? That just—I think just the other day I was asking a dollar ninety-nine. It's like under two dollars. Really? There okay. Was... It
1: might be cheaper. I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Haven't I been wish... out much, having.
1: I filled yeah. I filled up my car for like twenty twenty-eight bucks or something. Pretty cheap.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Gas has gotten a lot cheaper, but nobody can really take advantage of that right now. Yeah. Stuck inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, um, uh, so with, uh, what was I going to ask you? There was a question I was going to ask you now. Um, so now, so your contract with the UFC, did you sign what, how many fight, uh, contract did you sign or was it just a one thing or?
1: Yeah. Four fights. I still got three fights on this. Contract. Oh, awesome,
0: man. Oh, cool. We're going to see you three more times at least. Oh yeah. More than that. <laughs> Can guarantee that. So That's awesome, man. Yeah. So you ever been out uh, to the? But who knows,
1: bro? (laughs) It's the end of the world?
0: (laughs) I know. I hope not, man. I'm dying. I was so excited to have a UFC 249 come. Yeah. And uh, I was getting ready, and like I had. No, I
1: think it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah.
0: Well, now that it's going to be pushed out, I don't know if they're going to go Gaethje Ferguson or they're going to go back to Khabib Ferguson.
1: Should probably be Khabib.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was thinking, Oh man, now that they're canceling this, they're probably His gonna title. Go. Yeah. I title so. is number one. At Fight Island.
1: Fight Island.
0: I man, you gotta try to get on that card.
1: Yeah. <laughs> be me versus a a tiger.
0: There you go. <laughs> At this point I watch yeah. I'll watch any kind of fights.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think everybody's watched enough of our – everybody's seen um What's that show? Tiger King. Oh,
0: Tiger King. I, to be honest, I have not watched that show.
1: You haven't? No, I mean... You have to. You have the, Netflix, right?
0: Yeah. And you know what? I'm from Oklahoma.
1: Oh, snap. Yeah. The, G,
0: the GW Exotic Animal Park is... Not, it wasn't far. I've never been. There was actually there was actually an animal park nearby there before that I went to when I was like, younger. And then... But I know where GW Animal Park is. I have a family that lives down that way. And yeah, man, I haven't seen that. Me and my wife are going to, we're in the middle yeah. of uh, We where actually got into a season of The Good Doctor. I don't know if you've ever seen that show, but it's actually a really good show. Oh, uh, no. That's... So we're watching that one. So after that one, it's either, it's either go to season three. I think it's season three of The Money Heist, or we're going to start watching The Tiger King. I don't know. Nice. We're going to see. We'll <laughs> <laughs> see where we go. It's because those type of shows, you know, I can't I can't really watch around small children. Uh, that's usually after Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah, usually yeah. after they go to bed, we sit down and watch something on TV, like more adult. But when they're here, you know, we don't watch much, we don't let them watch much TV. So, kind of limited, don't have a lot of free time. <laughs> yeah. You got kids, that's what happens. No okay. kids, do you have kids? No. <laughs> no kids.
1: Not for a while.
0: Enjoy it. Kids, kids are awesome, but- <laughs> Why you got your time?
1: I'm your time. a kid myself, man. I'm, am <laughs> not. Trying. Yeah, I can't take care of another one. There you go. Barely take care of myself.
0: That's. I mean, you're looking at it the right way, man. <laughs> take your time. It's no rush.
1: Yeah, I got animals though.
0: That's good, man. What, what do you got? I
1: got a cat. I got a blind cat. I got two two lion head bunnies, and I got two turtles, two fish. Um. Uh, that's about it. Heck
0: okay, yeah, man. That's a good little, good little collection you got going. What kind of turtles you got?
1: Uh, Red-haired sliders.
0: Red-haired slider Water turtles, nice. they the little bitty ones, or you had them for a while? Are they bigger now?
1: So I got them when they were about the size of a quarter. Tiny. And now they're about the size of a like a Thanksgiving plate. Just a small Thanksgiving plate. It's a big now.
0: <laughs> yeah. How many years, so, mate? how many
1: years you have um, a while, man, I've had them for at least at least five years
0: oh yeah, like you feeding them good, they grew fast,
1: yeah, and it depends on the the tank too, so that's what's crazy is like isn't that weird though, how like things uh they adapt to the environment to their environment if you keep if you keep it in a small tank, it's gonna be. They don't grow that big, but we got a bigger tank and then a bigger tank, and they're growing big. And if you put them out in in the wild, they're just going to get super big, right? They, I've seen some other ones.
0: Yep, they keep getting bigger, yeah. And I, uh, big into reptiles. Uh, well, when I'm growing up, I, I don't have any any pets now. Um, and we move around and we travel so much that we can't really take care of pets. Uh, when we get back to Get back to Peru, I think we're gonna get some but in Peru I caught iguanas. Damn
1: it, why is this like this? Come on. man.
0: I know, man. It's it's madness. Um so I I mean growing up though, I've had I've had everything from scorpions, tarantulas, uh caiman, I had a caiman at one point. Um I had all kinds of animals, man. It's, I'm a big reptile. When I was growing up, that's what I wanted to be. I want to be a herpetologist and do reptiles, but <laughs> So really big into that. Growing up. Hello. Okay. Got your back. Yeah. I think, I think I lost you that time. You didn't lose me. Oh, okay. Nice. So I was I was still talking. Well, I might have actually. You know, I don't know how well. It's it's weird with this. I wish I had my. I uh, wish I had my studio, man, because I set up a studio real nice, and I was fixing to start this second season of uh, you know my podcast and things like that. And we're like, well, we're on vacation. When we we'll get back, we are going to get down, down and busy, you know. And
1: so, so where did the uh, yeah, where did the dragon Fist, uh come from? Is that well, you, um, you you brought that up.
0: Yeah, so uh, basically, um, uh, my buddy who me and him started the podcast. The podcast was originally uh, going to be about racing and about fighting. Uh, My buddy, he, we grew I grew up and I, his family's big into racing and they, they raced race cars. Um, Mm. And my, my friend's brother was still to this day, he owns a business, uh, you know, building race car motors and things like that. So real big into racing. So he knows a lot about racing and me, I know a lot about fighting. And so we're like, and he loves fighting too. So the fast life, right? Yeah. adrenaline life. life. Uh uh-huh. racing and, and so, fighting yeah so when we we're trying to come up with a name for the podcast it was like well we got to kind of make it uh for racing and we got to make it for fighting it's like oh well drag racing and then he came up with like dragon fist like like drag racing and fist like fighting and so it's like dragon fist so it sounds and that's just kind of how it came to be and then then through the time uh you know he's he's real busy and He's taking over his dad's company, so he's been real busy. So we don't get to podcast that much. So I pretty much just kind of took it over and turned it into an MMA podcast.
1: Nice. Yeah. When you hit me up, I saw Dragon Fist, and I thought it was like like a Dragon Fist, and I thought it was like some kung fu podcast, and I was like, oh, this is sick. <laughs> some Rex Kwando. ninjitsu. We we go we owe, we go over twenty fifth Dawn from Dragon Fist MMA.
0: <laughs> yeah man it's uh hey, t-
1: hey touch just gra- grab me other hand no other hand
0: yeah. <laughs> this is how it came that's how it came to about i've had a lot of a lot of i've gotten a lot of crap for the name of the pad- uh, podcast but oh well
1: Do you guys have any stickers or like uh patches or anything Um, uh,
0: we do t-shirts um you know we got hats and t-shirts and things like that uh all my all my guests, my UFC fighter guests, I usually send them a t-shirt with their name. It says Dragon Fist Podcast and their name. Oh, nice. Sweet. Uh, so I'll get you one of those. Oh, they're pretty cool. Uh, they're pretty awesome shirts. Um, so you just extra, get a...
1: Extra small so I can flex in it. Cool, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, usually after the podcast, I'm like, hey, you know, thanks, you know, I'll give you a free t-shirt, you know, what size, where do you want me to send it? So, yeah. So we'll get to that after them, but yeah, they're, they're really nice shirts. Um, so usually we do those shirts. I haven't got any patches. It's a good idea, though. It's a good idea to get a patch you know, and put it on your gi. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, man. know yeah, we're trying to we're trying to get we're trying I'm trying to grow this thing pretty good. Uh, you know, we're trying to, we're getting on iHeartRadio soon, hopefully. Dang. Uh, yeah, man. We're trying to get trying to get up there. Um, got a couple of sponsors. I got a. Um, I got a sponsor I just hooked up with recently, so you'll probably be hearing some ads on my podcast coming up. But it's FNX; they're like a supplement company, like people who work out and things of that nature. They're they're really good. Uh, I'm trying out their product first to see see how good I like it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to promote things that I don't like, you know. Just just not that type of person. No, that's good.
1: Keeping it real. That's the type. That's the type to be. Right.
0: So, so if I don't like it, then we're just kind of in that trial period. So I haven't even promoted them yet. Nice. I don't even know if I can talk about that, but well, yeah, did <laughs> <it> anyways. <laughs> we will get over it. <clears throat> so cool, man. You ever been uh, out Oklahoma City that area, around that area? No, I
1: have not. I have not yet.
0: You know, there's a big, there's a casino there, like right down the street from our. Grew is up. it
1: open, um, or is not on the reservation?
0: Uh, it's not on a reservation, but it's a big casino owned by a big, uh, Indian tribe. Okay. And uh, it's called Fire Lake Casino. It's in Shawnee. And <laughs> it was really funny because Ariel Iwani he posted a thing like, Hey, um, they're still doing events here at the Fire Lake Casino, like texting, like, you know, tweeting. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, how awesome. If they did all the events, like right down the street from where, my, yeah. where I grew up at, it's like, I'd have to find some way to get back there so I could go all the time. Yeah so it was, it was pretty neat but uh well uh we put a lot of time in man kyler i thank you for so much of your time um if you would go ahead and tell everybody where they can follow you on social media your handles
1: yeah i got a twitter and instagram at Chi Matrix, kymatrix k-y-m-a-t-r-i-x Matrix.
0: cool man and just a quick that's the other thing i wanted to tell you is, uh how do you, how do you how do you get a uh, uh,
1: how do you get a nickname like Matrix? Nicklo- nickname like Matrix comes from my father, but um, what's it called? You know, just the whole like, you know, the Matrix. You just gotta watch. Just keep watching me, and you guys will see that Matrix oh style. Gosh. There's like a, it's like playing a game of chess with me, you know. And there's like there's levels to it. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. Matrix. <laughs> cool man yeah, bro.
0: well we'll definitely we'll definitely be watching you and uh yeah man if you need anything uh we'll definitely keep in touch and uh hope to have you on the podcast again soon and hopefully you can get you in the octagon soon so we can see your skills yeah man. that'd
1: be awesome all right man appreciate yeah, you man. and uh you guys be safe all right
0: you too man kyler, right, be in contact take care man. Bye. and there you have it guys kyler phillips Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. You guys heard us uh, on social media. Please go out there and give them a follow. And always uh, please um, follow us. If you're not following us. Share this podcast with everybody you know. Um, got a lot of good things going on. Uh, like I was staying on the podcast. Uh, we're trying to get on iHeartRadio. So you guys can listen through there. If that's if that's your thing. If you want to listen to that app. That's that's great. and trying to get on there. So hopefully I'll be hearing back from them uh, shortly, uh, hopefully I have some sponsors, so if some ads start popping up on my podcast, uh, excuse me guys, just me trying to make a little money here while I can, uh, but excuse the ads, and of course I'm not going to promote anything that, uh, I personally don't, don't like or don't use, uh, if I don't like the product, I'm not going to promote it kind of thing, uh, just, that's just how I feel, so I'm not going to do it like that, so, uh, guys, always, you know, follow us, share this podcast, do everything you can to support us. We're just going to continue to grow, continue bringing you great content, interviews with fighters, UFC fighters, everything we can do. Again, my name is Derek Green. Was unable to get the the train on today. Uh, of course, we were supposed to go over predictions and talk about the fights on UFC 249. With that being canceled, and everything that's going on, was unable to get him on. Uh, so hopefully, maybe uh, Monday I'll have him on and we can go over a little bit maybe debate some old fight we talk about uh debating uh going over controversial fights that happened in the past what we thought um uh, things like that you know like a jones reyes um it was it was pretty controversial sam alvey kind of had one controversial i was watching his fights since i had him on the podcast i was watching his last fights against uh cruz uh, uh jimmy cruz and uh you know, uh, Mark Goddard stepped in. Even though, if you look, if you watch it closely, you know, uh, Sam Alvey's putting his thumbs up. He's putting his thumbs up. He's putting both his thumbs up. While he's, you know, Kratos is on top. Cruz is on top of him. He's putting his thumbs up. And Mark Goddard gets in there and closes the fight. Like, you know, hey, let it go in. And and, and right there in that fight too, you hear the uh, John Ankin I think saying that he's had problems with Mark Goddard before stopping the fight early. So it's always good. Uh, I think if we, um, you know, if we get Trent on uh, and we go over that that thing, so we want to hear your, we're going to do some polls. want to hear your opinions on those uh, controversial fights as well. Uh, as of right now, uh, if you haven't heard, um, it doesn't really matter now, but uh, just go ahead and give that an update. If you didn't know, Rose Namine pulled out of UFC 249 because uh, a couple of her family members have uh, contracted the, uh, the COVID-19 virus. Uh, so our thoughts and prayers go out to her and her family. Uh, and guys, please stay safe. Be clean. Wash your hands. I'm doing the best I can. I stay at home. Uh, when my wife gets home, she completely sanitizes down, takes a shower, everything, uh, before doing anything. So I, I encourage you guys, if you're out on the front lines, we thank you for that. But when you get home, please be careful. Protect your family. Protect yourself. Try not to touch your face. All that good mess that you hear all the time. But it, it does work. It does work if you if you practice it. So enough that said, uh, this is the end of the podcast. It was a pretty long one, uh, but it is good good content. So I uh, hope you guys stick around. Looking to have uh, Kyler um, on the podcast again uh, in the future, maybe after one of his fights or just before another one of his fights. It would be good to have him on the podcast or even just come on. I mean, we had a, had a great time uh, with him on the podcast. So, uh, guys, enjoy, share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff, and we'll check you soon.